welcome to the Frontier Space Podcast, Taylor. Thank you for having me. So uh, we're we're live here at SciTech uh, SciTech Conference 2023, and uh, things are booming. <laughs> Absolutely. So, well, congratulations to you and um, and and the organizing team. Uh, we're, we're very impressed with uh, how things turned out this year, and. Thank you. Yeah, we've had an incredible turnout this year. I think we had about 5,800 registrations between in-person and virtual, um, and about 90% of those are in-person of those 5,800. So we're really excited to have the entire community back together in National Harbor and to actually see friendly faces that we haven't seen for a few years, to welcome back our colleagues and to welcome so many new people. We had an event on Sunday evening called SciTech 101. That's for anyone that's never been to a conference before or specifically never been to SciTech. Uh, we had about 150 people that this was their first time attending. About 80% of those weren't students. So they were professionals that have just entered the workforce and are presenting at this conference for the first time. So it was really exciting to see kind of post-COVID and, and see people coming in. Amazing. This is my second year attending and, uh, uh, Look forward to uh, attending many more, and 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 hopefully you guys and uh, and joining us. Um, yeah, what's uh, what's the word on the walk? So, <laughs> so I think uh, we've had some really cool announcements and discoveries here this week. So uh, there's a robot named Leonardo that was the first public unveiling of him. He's a skateboarding robot that we had in the hub. And we also had a huge announcement uh, for collaboration between NASA and DARPA developing thermonuclear propulsion. That's going to enable us to go even farther into deep space travel, help us get to Mars faster and be more sustainable to go towards other planets in the future. And so SciTech really has been this hub of super exciting announcements this year. And I know that that's just the start of it. We have so many companies that are preparing for first flights this year. So we're looking forward to seeing all the new airplanes that are getting up in the air. Lots of new announcements from James Webb and from a ton of other space projects. And so this is really like the kickoff for 2023 of all the exciting technologies we're Bringing, and I can't wait to see what the year brings. Amazing. <laughs> um, it seems like a lot of impressive growth as well uh, from last year. It seems like there are like twice as many exhibitors. Like, yeah, I think um, they had over 70 different companies participating in exhibits and presentations in the hub. There's over 2,500 technical panels and sessions this year. And so we're really just seeing incredible numbers of companies and academia and government coming out to support SciTech now that the forum's kind of back in person, which is awesome to see the innovation and so many new startups that are really starting to send their people for the first time. Yeah, I feel like it's like an adult playground over here. It's... Uh... <laughs> It is. It's like aerospace nerd central, um, which is great to see see so many of those people, but also to see so many students participating. So we've had 1,800 university students this year. Uh, we hosted 13 diversity scholars, which are first-generation students that come from minority backgrounds and diverse backgrounds that are hosted by AAA. And we've had an absolute slew of events that are catered towards them and towards young professionals. And so... 
the guiding coalition this year was very thoughtful of making sure that we are integrating young professionals, integrating students, and making them feel welcome at a conference where they're not necessarily presenting technical work, but are really excited to see what the future holds for them as they move into their careers. It's really important. Um, could you uh, walk us through a bit more about what you and the Guiding Coalition do behind the scenes? Sure. Yeah, so as part of the Guiding Coalition, we're setting up the overall theme the whole week, so igniting the future this week. And then every day, we have a daily theme that drives our plenary, so our morning keynote, and then our panels and forums throughout the day. And so we split up each day. Members of our coalition will take Monday through Friday, and they'll find whatever speakers we think will be most relevant, panelists that we think would work really well together, and moderators that can really help bring out the most exciting stories and the most inspirational things out of all of those panelists. And so we really help to form all of the thematics for each day, make sure all of our supporting sessions that go with it kind of tie in really well with that, um, and then also making sure that we have a place for everyone. So we really look for diversity in speakers, both in academia, um, in nationality, and just in diversity of thought to make sure that we're kind of covering all of our bases, making sure everyone sees the part of the industry that they're most interested in, um, and that we're covering all of the bleeding edge technologies that we're moving towards. So this is Thursday. We're kind of coasting out for the rest of the week, um, but our last theme for the week is looking towards the future with sci-fi and making sci-fi a reality. So we have some really cool speakers talking about what technology is like five steps away from becoming real and what technologies have we invented in the future that were covered in sci-fi novels like in Asimov or Jules Verne years before. So one of the cool facts that I learned um, from one of our speakers that we'll be presenting tomorrow is that Jules Verne actually wrote a book about sending man to the moon on a rocket in the 1800s. And then a hundred years later, we put man on the moon. And so seeing these amazing sci-fi ideas that were just absolutely impossible in 1870s and a hundred years later, we've done it. And so what are we looking at now that seems impossible that is a hundred years away and is going to absolutely change the way we look at the world? And time shall tell. <laughs> uh, we're wondering, um, are there any bloopers or, or, or funny moments behind the scenes uh, with in, in helping organize SciTech? There's always there's always some interesting moments getting so many different kinds of people together um, and figuring out speakers for things. We go through a lot of different, oh, what if we do this? And then, oh, actually, we did that last year at this other event. We probably shouldn't repeat the same person. Or, oh, we'd love to have these two people on a panel. Um, but they have exactly different thoughts. And so making sure that everything meshes really well is always a little bit of a struggle. But I think when we first meet a lot of the panelists and have interactions, um, those are some of our favorite moments as a guiding coalition. And since so many of us haven't met in person, you kind of do a thing from about 12 feet apart in a hallway where you look at someone, you squint a little bit because you think you might recognize them from the Zoom call, and then you need to like squint at the name badge to see if you actually know them. It's a super awkward introduction, and like engineers are always the worst. I don't know if you've ever heard the old adage that an extroverted engineer will look at the other person's shoes, and an introverted engineer will stare at his own shoes when he's talking, and you see so much of that here that you get every like every spectrum of 
the very extroverted and excitable engineers and the super quiet, like traditional pocket protector kind of engineers. And somehow they're all best friends and they work really well together, but some of the, some of the introductions and interactions are just painfully awkward between people. Um, and so the, I think those are my favorite to watch, just how everyone interacts back and forth. It was like, oh, that was a weird one. All right, messed that one up. Continue on the next one. Yeah. It's always a rush to see uh, familiar faces and friends. and um, It is, and it's, it's so interesting to see who is friends. So, for example, we had a panel on... Wednesday at lunchtime, so it was hosted by the Young Professional Group, which is 35 and under, um, and it was titled, I Got My Dream Job, Now What? And so the whole point of that panel was to have a moderator that was a young professional. He is a conceptual designer at Skunk Works at Lockheed Martin, who just got his dream job, but now he's 25 years away from being a technical fellow, or 15 years away from this other large goal, and like, what do you do for 15 years? How do you make short-term goals to get anywhere? You just had, like, you just graduated college where, like, your goal was to survive the semester. And now your goals are 5, 10, 15 years away. And how do you manage that and stay inspired and interested? But our four panelists, a lot of them had never met each other. And they were so excited to meet each other. And after the panel, they, they had sat with each other and said, like, this was the coolest panel, and I can't believe I got to sit next to Ricky Shine. And then Dr. Ricky Shine was sitting next to Leslie Weitz and said, this was the coolest thing, I can't believe I got to meet you. And so you have these four panelists that are considered these giants in the industry and so influential to these students and these young professionals, and they're all just as excited to meet each other. And seeing the interaction of those sorts of folks that might know each other's names but have never met each other and are like little kids or like you're an ex-astronaut and I got to just meet an astronaut and that's the coolest thing ever. Um, I think those interactions are the most important to see, especially as young professionals, how giddy all of the more mid-career, late-career engineers are to meet each other and, and kind of share in each other's accomplishments. And that sense of camaraderie and family is, I think, the thing that brings everybody back every year. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. Last question here. What is one thing to improve on for next year? Hmm. So I think one of the things that we can improve on going forward um, is encapsulating even more of the bleeding edge technologies. So within AIAA, we have three domains. Um, so we have the research and development domain, a space domain, and an aeronautics domain. We have leaders for each of those, and so they are really going out to try to find what the cutting-edge technology is, what's about to be the breakthrough in that technology, and we try to grab it as quickly as we can. Uh, so we really want to make sure to harness that and to put working groups together and steering committees, and so we want to highlight that technology as it's brand new, and we want to be the first ones to announce that and have papers like that at our conferences. And so this is really the first conference where we're implementing those domains and letting them steer the way that we form panels and the way that we form all of our themes for the day. And so I think really leaning into those domains and leaning into finding the cutting edge, finding the bleeding edge, making sure that we have the experts in the field in our organization. So if they're not already in AIAA, how do we pull them in and rope them in and make them a part of this family? And I think that will really continue to make us the leaders in aerospace conferences and, and we'll bring in other disciplines as well. So if we're the people that are announcing breakthroughs in battery technology, then we'll get the electrical engineers as well. And I think getting that multidisciplinary view and that big picture view will really kind of push us over the edge of being even better than we are now.
Agreed, yeah. Um, and with the Gaylord uh, Resort, this is one of the best hotels and, and places to organize something like SciTech, I think. It's, uh, um, and so we'd highly encourage everyone to, you know, go hop on a plane or a ride um, and, and join us next year at AIAA SciTech. 2024. So. We'll be in Orlando next year. Um, so that'll be really exciting. Hopefully it won't be quite as chilly or rainy, but no promises on the rain since it is central Florida. Um, we also have aviation coming up in June. That's going to be in San Diego. We have defense coming up in, I believe, April, um, and that's in Maryland. And we have Ascend in October in Las Vegas. So any any part of the aerospace industry that you're interested in, we probably have a forum for it, and we'd love to invite people out and, and join us in person. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Taylor. Yep. Um,